Welcome to the Data Scientist Podcast with Dr. Stylianos Kabakis. Dr. Kabakis is a data scientist, statistician, and blockchain expert with a mission to educate the public about the wonderful capabilities of technologies like AI, data science, and DLTs. These technologies have the potential to transform the world, the economy, and our lives. However, there is too much misinformation around tech, and so most people are just confused about what is true and what is not. Whether you are a CEO, an entrepreneur, or just an enthusiast, the Data Scientist Podcast helps you separate reality from hype. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Data Scientist Podcast. We're very happy to have here with us today, Clay Hawkins. Hi, Clay. Hey, how are you doing, Celios? Yeah, I'm doing great, thanks. Good morning, good. Clay. Yeah, Clay good. You're, you're in California, right? <laughs> I am indeed. I am indeed. Good afternoon. Yep, I'm in Northern California. So it's about <laughs> 10 here. So what we're going to discuss today with Clay is about music and blockchain. Clay is the CEO and the founder of the Open Music Exchange. As some of you might know, like music is one of my big passions, other than data science and AI, obviously. And I personally believe that blockchain can really disrupt the music industry, but it hasn't done that yet. So Clay is the CEO of the Open Music Exchange, a blockchain startup in the music industry. And really, Clay, I was really looking forward to your thoughts as to what you believe is the current state of blockchain in the music industry. Why, why you believe that we need a new company? Is there like... For example, everyone knows about Audius, but apparently Audius, you know, there are many things that it hasn't done right. So I was really keen on hearing your thoughts about what you think can be improved and what the Open Music Exchange can bring to the table. Yeah, thank you, Stelios. Well, I think NFTs in particular, I mean, outside of what the ledger capabilities of blockchain to just track sales and things like that, like the traditional kind of stuff, components of the record industry, in our instance and like and i kind of feel like hopefully this is a trend that we'll see in the future is that nfts outside of the way that they've been used thus far which is more speculative and sort of collectibles and that kind of a thing we see it as a way that you can give an artist the ability to gate sort of access to their music this is something that in a way i don't think it's really ever been able you know something so cheaply and inefficient like effectively that can give artists this ability now to decide you know the current industry the streaming paradigm they set a rate at what they'll pay out their artists which is you know terribly low to the point where there's really no money in in recorded music anymore and a third of a penny it's like what spotify does so we're kind of of the opinion that with blockchain and with NFTs being able to be minted so inexpensively, we can let the artists be their own record label, their own record store, their own distributor. They get to do all of this for almost no cost, unlike the old days of the music industry where you had all that brick and mortar. Now, for you know less than 50 cents, using an 1155 smart contract, you can mint an NFT for a song meant 20 million NFT copies for that, just like you had 20 million copies mm -hmm. of an album back in the day. And each one of those acts as a digital key that unlocks the access to whatever content the artist 
has endowed that NFT with. And with that content, the majority of it basically being the music residing on our platform, you know, the artists license their music to us. And then we just stream it out to anybody that owns that NFT. You know, from our vantage point, it's unlike Audius, the current state of the music industry on blockchain at this point seems to be highly collectibles. It seems to be favoring big stars. Everybody's heard of Snoop Dogg and those guys all being involved in the space. But they're minting, you know, they're taking advantage of their name and their brand and they're minting, you know, scarce quantities, very collectible kind of elements. They're usually selling them for quite a bit. And I sort of feel like all of that is a more of a niche use case for NFTs at this point. I think that I was speaking to somebody at a financial company the other day and he kind of agreed that you know utility we're trying to bring utility to these nfts where they you know they give you access as the most basic fundamental utility that they have because they're unique in the sense that if you bought it you know you own it it's an nft this is hopefully where the nft industry can like really thrive is this kind of you know intelligent access, opening capabilities, you know, that kind of thing for data and whatnot. So I haven't really seen our other competitors, Audius, they're not really selling NFTs and, you know, they're kind of going through their own growing pains. And there's a couple other different platforms that from what we've seen, like it still seems to be catering towards that collectible status. And I feel mm. like the beautiful thing about blockchain is that and the technology around NFTs on blockchains is that it's really a democratization and, you know, brings this power back to the common man. I mean, like we're, we, you know, we always hear about that with like cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. But at least in our specific use case, we're able to tell the average musician, you know, yeah, you can mm -hmm. put your music on our platform. You can mint these for very, very little money, you know, under a dollar and you can get them out there on a blockchain. The blockchain will take care of everything for you in terms of the, you know, all of the data. And you actually have a say about your music, about, you know, if there's some value in that music, mm -hmm. then a blockchain can help you actually retain that value and capture it and manipulate it and sell it. and you know, guide it rather than just throwing it out to the powers that be now that decide that you don't get anything for it. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm pretty excited about the way that I feel like all of the merits and the benefits of blockchain technology, they really shine when it comes down to letting, you know, musicians and creators and stuff like that. I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of the creative artistic markets carve out their use cases on blockchains and specifically with devices like NFTs and as smart contracts, you know, they'll, they evolve as well, like then the capabilities, you know, of, of what an artist is going to be able to do, you know, curate, control, mm -hmm. all that stuff is going to grow as well. So, and do you think that, uh, yeah, do you think that blockchain can overtake the music industry as it currently is like Spotify? And record labels, do you see that there's a potential to see this happening in the next 10 years, for example? I think that there is because not only because of the benefits of blockchain in eliminating a middleman, you know, be allowing an artist and a fan to interact directly with each other. And that's pretty hard to be, you know, knowing all of the money that a fan pays 
could essentially go right to the artist. You know, everybody can see all the accounting is out there for everyone to see. And it's a direct fan to artist experience. I also think that the current music industry, you know, I mean, we've all kind of, even if you're even passively involved with music, everybody kind of knows that musicians have always gotten the short end of the stick, mm. you know, like they don't get paid usually what even back in the music industry, you know, the record labels took nine out of every $10 for every record, you know, and so as far as from a musician standpoint, you know, from a fan standpoint, from a consumer standpoint, it's in some ways it's never been better, right? Mm. You pay your small subscription and you just get everything. Yeah. But this is, I don't think it's sustainable as a market because if you can't actually survive as an artist and make a living, then the quality of the art is going to diminish over time, mm -hmm. I think, because you just don't have, you know, the time, the people that they don't, they can't sustain their careers and build their art and develop it into something. And I kind of feel like, and just from my experience in the music industry and with the peers that I have that are performers and, and are involved in the industry, they're clamoring for something, anything, you know, they just don't have an alternative right now. Mm -hmm. So if you, you know, as a musician, you just literally do not have an alternative. And I think that's why these platforms, I mean, they have such a grip, but technology is disruptive, right? And that's one of the beautiful things about technology. And I think that this particular technology, blockchain, just like is the power it has to disrupt so many industries it has that exact same power with the music industry and they've really kind of put themselves in a box they've created something that does need to be replaced you know they've created a, a really drastic need for an alternative i kind of i'm of the hopes that if we provide an artist with a simple straightforward practical way to utilize these tools then what do they have to lose, right? As an artist, you can, you know, and so there's that working in the evolutionary favor and the trend, pushing that trend is that, well, on this side of the trend, you have a bunch of artists who are not making anything anymore. And so the natural momentum, if you can just give an artist a way to possibly monetize their music again, I would feel that, you know, and this is most important with emerging artists, you know, like we're not talking about the 1% that earns, you know, most of the money in music, which is the superstars. How does the average everyday emerging artist that's trying to get their career off the ground, how did they get going? And that's where this technology with blockchain stuff really shines because as we know, it's available to everybody worldwide. And so yeah, I think it's in some ways it's inevitable, like a lot of industries that are getting disrupted by blockchain. I think that they're something like banking, you know, all of these industries that just can't really compete because they're working from a very old model, you know, that I just don't think the current generation, if artists want to, you know, seriously, if somebody's serious about earning money from their music and they take that responsibility serious, then they would naturally migrate towards something that might be a solution, you know? So mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. kind of... And what do you find that audios is currently doing wrong, which could be done better? Well, the first thing, you know, 
I was surprised that they really put a high bar like a hurdle in terms of just their user experience, it seems. I haven't spent a ton of time going through their platform, but you know, as we all know, crypto's not simple if you're not initiated, if you don't know, you know, about wallets and how blockchains work and stuff like that and crypto and the volatility involved. To me, this is just from my vantage point, it seemed like, well, for one, they insisted on paying everybody out in their audio token. And that, I know that at the height of the bull run was like trading at around $6 or something. But now it's at, I think it was like, last I saw it was like at 16 cents or something. Yeah, so, so we're that's in a big market. problem, right? <laughs> if, you, if you got paid out in audio tokens, that's a real bummer. But then on top of that, you have to take, you know, I looked up, I think Binance was the only big exchange that I saw that was actually carrying audio tokens. So as far as then cashing those out to, you know, what kind of off ramp you have, what your choices are, if you wanted to actually get into fiat to spend your earnings. Now, are you dealing with the taxes in your country related yeah. around the cashing out your crypto? So by the time the depreciation of the coin and then the going through the off-ramp taxation, kind of getting it in a fiat process into your bank. As far as an emerging, like what I was saying in the last question, you know, if you're trying to offer an alternative to artists, well, you kind of need to make it sort of easy and feasible and profitable, right? And it seemed to me like by going down that road, they've really you gotta have a huge leap of faith. Like there's something that's gonna happen here that their audio token's going to like skyrocket. And so um, yeah, I think essentially the problem like goes with their tokenomics, right? I think this is where yeah. many projects get it wrong. Like many projects, they launch during a bull run when everything is easy and money is mm -hmm. abundant. And you know, during the hard times, they just don't survive or they do very poorly, right? Right, right. I got a lot of, I clicked on a thread on a Reddit thread about Audius and there somebody was complaining about not getting their tokens. And then I think because I clicked on that, I started regularly getting a Reddit thread post in my email. And there were a lot of emails that are a lot of Reddit threads that people were complaining that like, hey, you know, I can't get paid in my audio tokens. I'm still waiting on this. I can't get a hold of anybody. So yeah, I think that it does seem like as the bear run, bear markets kind of progress and mm. everything sort of compressed, you know, there it seemed that there and again, I'm not an authority on any of it, obviously, but it just from my perspective of what I was noticing and observing, it seemed like there was a lot of user frustration around the way that their business model was not functioning as the token declined, you know, and as everything kind of contracted. So yeah, we're trying to stay very simple, as simple as we possibly can for musicians and make this as an easy of a user experience as we possibly can make it, given that it is in the crypto space. We're not going to be basing any of our payouts or any of the monetization on our coin, on our token. So our token is more of a participate to earn at this point, and we're going to be, you know, using more stable coins and stuff like that. Something mm -hmm. I think that I think you have to ease people into this space a little bit, especially when it concerns their money. <laughs> yeah, I think in foreign blockchain businesses that's in the B2C space, 
I think this is a major point, right? Like making the transition smooth. And I think that's a very good point, what you described. Like not everyone wants to deal with crypto per se, so you need to make it more friendly. Right. I mean, it's the whole industry needs to do this, right? I mean, it's all, you know, across every sector. Like it's that adoption is basically with just the UX of like all of these crypto companies, you know, we get used to it because we're involved in this space. Yeah. But it's amazing, you know, you, you, I mean, I'm sure you know, you just go talk to somebody who's not in the space and their eyes just graze over because they just don't understand. It's just immediately, you know, they've got some idea of what they've read or heard in the market. Some NFT news came down and that's all they know. And so, yeah, to the degree, I think that that a company, that any company can really take that into account and not assume that their users are going to embrace this just because, you know, I think that you really, you have to do that legwork yeah. for now. You know, the trends are in our favor. I mean, like the on-ramps and the payouts and all that stuff will come in to play. And I think all the user experiences for the wallets and the blockchains and everything is, you know, obviously, gratefully, it's changing and it is working in our favor. But if you're starting up a company now, I mean, it's just, we're still in the early stages of so much of this, right? Everybody's trying to figure it out, whether it's the government's trying to figure it out, corporations trying to figure it out, banks trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, everybody's yeah, that's true. trying to figure it out. But, and we are too, you know, but we're pretty clear on what we're doing. So now it's just a matter of getting it out there in front of people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So great, great stuff, Clay. And if people want to learn more about you and the Open Music Exchange, where should they go? Oh, ohm.audio. It's O-M-E for Open Music Exchange dot audio, A-U-D-I-O. That's got everything on it. And our beta is going to be up and running this week, actually. I just put a bunch of music on it over the weekend. And we've got a few more little tweaks and some things we're trying to work out. And then we're going to start onboarding artists later this week and then we should be live as a beta to everyone we're shooting for like around august 10th 11th to you know open up to the whole platform to everybody so it'll be crypto based at this point and with fiat on and off ramps kind of developing as we go so perfect perfect thank you clay have a good hey, rest of the day thank you stelios thanks so much take care Thanks everyone for being here with us. Make sure to go to the datascientist.com for more content on data science, AI, and blockchain. Thank you everyone, and we hope to see you again soon. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit thedatascientist.com for more content about data science, AI, and blockchain.